What's up, everyone? This is Sarah G, and it is Gen Z Gap. We are here for a whole third episode right now. Anyway, it is just a solo me today, uh, but how many people really enjoyed having Brooke on Um, As you know, I think even though she got eliminated, I think her career is more than taking off. I don't think we've heard the last of her yet. And yeah, so moving on from that, this week's Monday mood is very special. It is Elsie Myers or Elise Myers. I don't know. I'm really bad at pronunciation. Remember, I have uh, dyslexia and ADHD. And if Elsie, Elise, if you're listening to this, I am so, so very sorry to be doing that because the last thing I want to do is pronounce your name wrong because you are like a huge influence in my life and many others. I actually went out of my way to email you and if I can't pronounce your name right, that totally, totally, totally means there's a good chance that's not gonna happen at this point but hey it's all good it's all good and I also and I also forgot my pop mic thing cover condenser but you know what I'm all plugged in everything works I'm I'm like a good welker away from the microphone this is what my um teacher likes to talk about when I do voiceover so as long as I'm not just screaming directly into the mic and as long as I got the condenser stuff on, I think we'll be good. I'm double checking that everything's in order. But yeah, I'm just going to talk for the next 20 or so minutes about, you know, my pet peeves and everything that's going on in my life. Maybe you'll relate to it. Maybe you won't. Who knows? And yes, I get it that there's some echo. I'm still working through a lot of things right now. So yeah. All right. So as many people try to understand is that, you know, you're 20-something-year-old, you thought your life would be so much different than it actually is. And I'm here to tell you that regardless of quarantine or anything, I think that a lot of people would be in the same boat. Because if you're like me with ADHD, and yes, I keep reminding ADHD because there are certain types, there's certain ranges, so on and so forth. But if I seem kind of out of it or crazy or whatever, or extra anxious, that's just because that's how it affected me. And I think that we don't talk about it enough. And I don't think that we normalize it enough. And yes, I had sensory processing issues. So I would definitely have to wear earbuds. I still hate loud noises. That's not a bad thing. Many people do. But I think that we have too much stigma around it that has been really bothering me lately. I just keep seeing videos of people where, you know, the humor, not just Elise, but Connor DeWolf and many other creators, they're just talking about it. And it's other people come after them, like psychologists or something, not name a name, where they say to uh, people like us that, oh my gosh, you're making it so cute and quirky, or you shouldn't be doing that because it's too, qu-. like, you're making it, like, so that everyone has it there. More people are just getting diagnosed. More people are seeking help for it, which is something that we should really think about that. Mental health matters. It is Monday, Monday mood. Elise Myers, like I talked about earlier, she is the reason that I chose her as my creator, creator, an artist, whatever. She, though, also sings and not just lullabies to her kid or whatever. She actually is a great person. So, 
That being said, she also created this great merch line called Find Less. So if people are keeping like trying to find more, get more, all this stuff, getting overboard with all the toxic positivity and all the horribleness that is of this world of like, you have 24 hours, get your job, get your ass up and move. Kim, shut up. Because we all know that even though you did that and you also got, you know, 14 pounds less, whatever, congratulations in three weeks. We all know even with your... Brazilian butt lift that got down. We all know that you made modifications to Marilyn Monroe's thing. And yes, Marilyn Monroe probably wore a corset or something. But can we not talk about this is not the only time you did something like this. And then it brought up to the whole Emma Chamberlain thing. Not just her little um, viral moment with Jack Harlow, which that was iconic. But, you know, Emma Chamberlain didn't know that her, like, Cartier necklace was a robbed item that they got from Swana Heritage or something. I don't know the full details, but from everything that I've seen, everything that got covered, it it's it's messy. But what makes things even messier and why I'm tying Kim K to it again is that she she did that thing where two, three, four years ago she was wearing the same kind of tight necklace that Cartier got and she posed next to it or something. And look, anybody can come after me, but at this point in my life, I'm so over them. They don't need more attention on them, yet I'm giving them attention. But it's more for a reason of yet took away some piece of history and culture that didn't belong to you, that shouldn't belong to you. And yes, a lot of it's more to do with Cartier, who is ruining that by like stealing artifacts that belong to big names. That being said, though, um, I just can't get over how infuriating it is that this keeps happening. And yeah, Marilyn Monroe, the fact of the matter is like Kim worked off to get that dress I get it but it's like whatever Kim wants Kim gets and I get that but it's so annoying like you could have done something else you just you didn't need the dress and I, everyone knows that even with the modifications you put on it even if it goes back into the Hollywood gallery it's just it's not it's not it uh, I do have a dream still of working on E! News, Entertainment Weekly, all that. It's been my dream since I was 13. And uh, if anything, it just shows me that we get really hyperactive and pumped about this stuff. Just goes to show that that's still what I want to do. Unfortunately, my dreams don't always come true as many others. And that's okay as well. We just have to normalize I think just going from our plans A, B, C, and D and I don't care I love Gary V just as much as the next person but Gary I think you need to realize something that like yeah my plan B is this and I'm only doing it now because I'm here but I gotta see a D and E and an F and I don't like I'm not just waiting for failure and maybe I misunderstood that at one point or something but I'm just so sick of again that toxic positivity of just hustle, 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 hustle. This past week, my ADHD has gotten so out of control and I realized like that I needed a break and then someone brought something to my attention that I was doing. And I only do that like when I get extremely out of hand. So I realized that I needed to 
take this week off, do my work. I went and saw my brother for a little bit. He plays baseball. Funny story about this brother. He listens to this podcast and he goes, it actually made me laugh once or twice. Big points. Score big, big points with family. Yeah, because growing up, all you hear and fight and this and that. But I guess at the end of the day, uh, my... <laughs> self-deprecation works enough and it can be funny enough to plenty of other people but the funniest part is I think still deep down your worst critic beside yourself is your family and I said that and my dad was funny when he was reviewing it because he's like now the whole world will know that you have ADHD the whole world already knew I had ADHD because I make so many TikToks on it whether or not they go viral that's a different story but it's it's neither here nor there this is like life you know and I was going through this whole predicament of how much do I say how much do I do but you know what this isn't for me and many other Gen Zers out there like I said and if you don't get it or like it then don't fucking listen to it because that's that's where we are yeah. and everyone says a little bit you over explain yourself it's not really over explaining yourself as much as it's just ADHD talk which works but I always try to make sure that I keep it on the connection and yeah so as many times I say and yeah I can feel other people are like let's do a, let's have a drinking game of and yeah however I am trying to talk as normal as possible I have a script but I, you don't see me really reading off of it now do you why? Because this is a conversation between me and the world. And some people might actually even watch the, the little podcast uh, video that goes on with it, which is amazing as well. We're not looking for perfection here. I'm not looking for life advice. This is solely uh, finding myself. Well, I think a lot of people are finding themselves. So, yeah. Uh, going back, though, on the whole influencer thing, something that's really been bothering me lately, and I kind of touched on it in the first episode, and I'm really not trying to sound redundant, because I know that this could get old really quickly, but then again, I mean, celebs, influencers, whatever you want to call them, they are always in the news and always saying just contradictory stuff, and I know I've done some of that here and there. But my biggest problem is lately that so many of them have their own little podcasts, own little shows, this and that, doing the clickbait, saying that there's, like, have this preconceived notion or whatever, that they're so much better than all these other people, and I on one hand fell for it like I think a lot of people do but the more that you start listening to them and seeing what they're doing they're just as bad as the people that they're making fun of they put themselves on a high horse and I get it to feel better but they're like trying to make people feel sympathy for them all of a sudden and then you give them the sympathy and all that and then all of a sudden out of left field you see them like dating a 10 years older guy or girl or doing something stupid and then they're like but I'm so young still yet you move out of the house at like 16 and I'm not saying that there's not issues and again not even like trying to be mean to like the Janet McCurdy's or anything like that and yes we all know the dark sides etc but what I'm trying to say is that these influencers some of these influencers are like 14 going on 40 not 13 going on 30 with Jenna Rink like we've even seen Krista B. Allen like she's living her life still at 30 and she's funny young and I think that we just have that miss interpreted idea as well but anyway yeah they're 14 like going on 40 and I also have noticed all these parents and they've been coming under fire like if you don't follow 
Mom Uncharted and some of her group. She's really interesting in the sense of how she describes everything. And she's even shown how a more adult person like me has still, and I mean, I've picked up on who are the creepos and block them immediately. But this is the thing. It can be a seemingly innocent video, like she says, and yet creepers are watching. Or you could be like the LeBrants. I don't even care because I fell for, this is like the type of person I'm talking about, where the LeBrants lie straight on and say how horrible her dad is and this and that. And we want to believe everyone. We want to believe victims. We want to believe anything. Like your story is valid, but I cannot wait for little, the little LeBrant kid, Everly. Yes, sorry, my name is blanking because all I can think about is Sav and Cole just ugh, all under fire lately which is deserving oh my gosh i'm just my skin is crawling as i think about that i really wish that i did not spend this much time on those people and the snarks but it has to be said not that anybody is listening to this or listening from la and if they're listening and trolling whatever you need to realize this that your child is not gonna be the second mommy she might want to hang out and have extra help and she might want to you know dance and stuff but you you should not make her be the next living maid like everyone has said and yeah she's a really good dancer and you should let her continue to live that but you do not say that oh she like had this and that with her dad which is really hard to what's real and fake but at this point in time the fact of the matter is so many people have deep dived even while uncharted that everly lavariance saudas whatever her name is her dad side has all private accounts they don't post her really like the only reason that they're getting the information to see her when she's away is because her mom follows and then screenshots and then posts it like and don't even get me started on the Fisher family or, you know, Jeanette McCurdy talking about her own situation with her mom where she didn't get her 15% residuals for working as a kid. And she had to basically carry her whole family on their back. And I'm not trying to judge because I'm not even a parent myself, nowhere near close. But when I look at this stuff, I'm like... Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Like, yes, I don't. I got to watch because I do follow some families that I think aren't bad or they have kids with like terminal illnesses and trying to show things. And yes, everything's in their control, etc. So yeah, I get where I'm coming again from like maybe a hypocritical side, but there's a lot of difference between, I don't know, showing like little bits and pieces of what your child's illnesses or um disability just to kind of educate and maybe connect because there's so many like good things that came out of that network from what I've seen with a bunch of these parents that are dealing with these situations however I do think a lot of the times though that you have to be very careful just in general with all the kids but I'd say the families that I follow luckily do that and are pretty respectful, I'd say. Like, I do not follow some of the other families that do seem to exploit their kids to whenever end, even when they're really sick. Because that's sad. Like, one woman posted her son in hospice and, like, posting all this stuff. And I'm thinking... Here is the thing. I've seen plenty of families post some things like that, but then they ask for privacy and not for privacy and not 
like not showing it. Maybe that's a cope. I don't know. And please, any of those families that see me saying this, please don't attack me. I'm just, I'm just trying to understand. And that's why I'm going into where um, Uncharted starts to speak. Because she really opens your eyes on all those things. And yeah, maybe sometimes like we don't need all the sarcasm, but I think we do more. I think it's justifiable, especially in a lot of these situations, because she's speaking the truth and showing like how easily you can cover the face, edit the face, and this and that, or from behind. And you know what? I used to really follow a lot of people, like even these gentle parenting accounts, and I kind of liked them, but I kind of saw what was going on behind the scenes. Like, not behind the scenes, but it makes me think, okay, this person needs this person kind of for their account, but maybe, just maybe, uh, cover up their face or something or don't give them their own account. There's just like a lot of things like that could go one way or another in my mind. Again, I'm no expert on this. I'm just sharing like some of my feelings on this. And yes, Ash Pack is doing like, he's no longer showing his kid's face now that he's three. Cause like he said at one point he didn't want to and you can come after me for whatever. But that he doesn't show the face of his kid now because now people would recognize it before. It could look like a generic baby. And I think that we just need to expand our thought process on that. And like um, another great mom that I'll follow who's hilarious and just really real with her boundaries and perfect, well, not perfect parenting, but pretty good parenting in my mind or style is Allison said no. Like she's got three teenage daughters, the way she goes about it and the way that she talks about everything. Oh my gosh, she is so cool. Like you need to follow her on TikTok. Um, but she's so quick to explain that people are like, why aren't your kids in more? You know, you get through these more. Well, even though her kids are older and whatever and can do consent, but she said as long as they're at like an age of consent and you respect it then that's good like and you have to teach consent from a very early age we don't think about that as much and this is a new tactic I think especially with gentle parenting so you do you all those fun things but I just thought that this was kind of the stuff that was running through my head all this week and I didn't even realize how much like it was kind of just encapsulating my mind and staying up and just making me think over and over. Maybe that was my latest hyperfixation or something. But I'm taking in, as humans, we're taking in so much stuff with social media and different platforms. We have the weight of the world on our hands and our shoulders. But even like I was noticing others media accounts where I follow people from other countries even too like a mom from Spain said that Spain has this laws for minors and that in Germany similar whatever in the U.S. we just don't have them and I think that we need to kind of consider that and take a step back and see because again I'm not trying to say let's put so many laws on so many things and ruin everything no 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 I just think because TikTok's supposed to be fun and all that but I do think that there needs to be stronger rules against these innocent children who are getting exploited and that's just been in my head and yeah I wanted to be a Disney kid growing up so freaking badly like I kept crying to my parents like I need this I need this I need this like any kid and I've realized like watching and listening to some of Hillary Duff's interviews like she doesn't wish she had she worked hard this and that and whatever and I'm not getting into the whole drama with her whole family situation but watch someone else on TikTok one of those um 
drama uh, or the tea people. I can't think of any of their names at the top of my head, but I'll list them later. But I think with how she said maybe not as young and she, they would have to really work for it. Here's the thing. We talk about Nepo babies a lot in a lot of situations. And I truly believe that there are some really good ones out there. And I truly believe that sometimes we do lose out to them, especially people like me just trying to get my foot in the door with the whole content creation, acting, whatever you may have. But that doesn't mean anything because as I talked about in the first episode, it seems like everybody these days has a podcast. Well, maybe because everybody these days are under so much stress and they need like a creative outlook or an, or something else because there's no way that they're just doing this to do it. Like I've had a dream to do this forever. I mean, not just doing it to do it, but like where they're finally just taking the mic and taking control of their life. And I thought about this because my therapist said to me the other day, oh, I can't wait to listen to this. I don't know how much of this stuff that she should. Well, I'm, it's not like I'm disclosing. And yeah, people can flag this or whatever because I'm talking about mental health and all that. But we need to talk about it. We really, really do because so much of it going on. Uh, one of the podcasts that I listened to yesterday got from my mama that I used to do some work for. One of their guests talked about, she's also, I think, a Princeton teacher, professor. Don't quote me on that, but you could check it out. She's on Got It From My Mama podcast, their latest 143, I think is their episode of it. And they've been on season two. But she was talking about how 90% of us are like so on like the mental verge, not just from the pandemic. And that is insane. And it's not that we're getting more. It's more that we're just being open to talking about it. And I think that we really have to do more of that in order to move and progress like Again, kicking it with coves. That's one of the new ones where they talk a lot about mental health. Uh, the daughter's mental health professional. And I know people can say what they want to say about life coaches, but whatever. She is actually, though, I looked at more of the stuff just because whatever but for like as far as life coaching and certification stuff go they're top notch they work at a facility with actual therapists and stuff so I think it works out more than some of the other times that I would say still kind of tread lightly because you never know because it seems like anybody can do anything these days similar with dietitians versus nutritionists except for dietitians actually go to school for a lot longer and a nutritionist can get, just get like a two-month course done and yes if you look through some of my old videos or articles I thought I knew some things with all my autoimmune because I read the books that were recommended and all that but I did try to preface this that I'm not a dietitian or anything like this boo I felt those lies and that's another thing I hate about the toxic culture of our society this is good this is bad gut health talk like I can't even begin to say that that's probably even contributing even more to our like mental exhaustion and I get it when you're chronically ill you have to figure out what works and what doesn't but we can't go on this major major hatred of gluten dairy all this like you have to find what's right for you as I was listening, again, yes, I'm bringing up the podcast that I listened to yesterday. I'm talking about got it from my mama because they are Lyme disease warriors and they've done everything and anything and whatever. But the mom keeps talking about how much she 
you know, freaking hates her diet. Well, she doesn't need to be on that diet. Like nobody really told her to do it. You just kind of got that suggestion and implanted it in your head. And yes, it can help you get better in some way, but you also lose your sense of self and identity and you become scared of every single food group. So what, where are we in life? What is this, you know? So as I begin to wrap up this podcast or this rant, where I went in a lot of different directions and talking. The biggest thing I guess I can say that I've been gabbing about or knowing about or intaking about this week is that there is so much content coming at us and not enough time and it gets so overwhelming and I don't understand how I'm still like around sometimes like similar to so many others. But if anything, this creating this type of content, creating my podcast has actually been the most like therapeutic thing for me. And I like to process my thoughts like many other ADH people. So I talk out loud, kind of talk to myself. It's kind of weird. But I hope this just gives you more clarity on if you have a partner, spouse, a he a sister, a brother, any person in your life that you see kind of that might act like me, that you finally see some parts that are more, okay, because to live in a neurotypical society, or, and I hate those words, honestly, but it can be so frustrating sometimes, and I just know what it feels like, and if anybody that's on here listening, you are not alone, and I know it can suck sometimes, but that's why we're so good at some of these creative platforms. And I'm just stressing that out at the end because I think sometimes we're told to just act normal, and I used to not be like, I don't want to be normal. Why should I be normal? Why should I do this and that? But at the same time, they'll secretly kind of want to be, but then it always goes back into what is. So how about we stop asking what is or what it was or whatever and just kind of ourselves. I know it takes a long time to work through this. Like I'm breaking into my mid-20s. It's taken me a long time to learn the right amount of boundaries, etc. To just fully be okay with myself too and I know what people are going to say what do you mean okay with yourself but I just mean like look we have so much information again I'm emphasizing so much information so many like people telling us one thing not another and it's just at the end of the day you just want to stop this is my life this is my choice stop 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 we are just going to stay here for a second and talk or breathe or whatever because at this point it's my life and nobody else gets to tell me how to live it. I am me. I am free. I say this as I'm recording in my family house, etc. That being said, it doesn't matter. You do your dream. You come up with plans A, B, C, and D and hopefully you work with your plan A and the plan A works forever. But as long as you have that extra cushion to fall back on, you'll be all right. I don't think there's one perfect way to do something. So I will see you guys next week. Hope you enjoyed this. Don't don't forget to like, subscribe, follow, share, write a review. We'll uh we'll uh gab soon. Don't forget to like, subscribe, follow, share, write a review. We'll uh gab soon. Bye.